Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Todges, and joining me today, Lily Nordman. Lily, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get right into it. We we just caught up a little bit. You're at home. So where is Magnolia? Is it in Magnolia, Texas? Is that, a, <laughs> yeah. is that even a town? Okay. Yeah, it's like near Houston, kind of a little little far away from there. Houston area. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you had practice this morning. You guys are able to swim right now. Yes. So. We are able to swim. We have doubles twice a week, actually. Um, yeah, so we, we were out of the water, though, for about two and a half months. Um, so from mid-March to about mid-May. Um, and then we started up at, like, a local pool because our pool wasn't um, open yet. And we were just doing, like, an hour a day for, like, four times a week. But um, now we've definitely started to pick back up in our training. Nice. Uh, and so... Was, was there a period where you were, you were focusing on activities outside of the pool where you were doing dry land? Are you, are you one of the swimmers who can run or are you, were you, were you doing bike stuff? What, how, how are you staying fit? Yeah. So, um, I actually have a Peloton and so I found that really helpful. Um, it was definitely really hard at first, but I found that with practice, I got much better, better at it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and it, I thought it really translated well into my swimming too. Um, and it's also really fun because I am friends with on Peloton with a bunch of my sw- like friends from across the country that I met on trips. And there's this cool feature where you can even FaceTime them like after you're done with the ride. So it was really cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that sounds like a pretty pretty good substitute for swim practice. Uh, I've heard, I've heard biking can translate really well into swimming. Um, since, since you've been in the water, how specifically, how do you feel that it has translated? Um, I feel like it's helped, um, my kick a whole lot. I've been able to tell in our kicking sets that we've done. Um, even just like with my underwaters too. Um, I feel like it's helped a lot. Yeah, we we've been seeing reports of swimmers across the country, across the globe, getting back in and and throwing down some monster times. Um, you know, inner squads, time trials, or even just in practices. Um, have you know when you first got back in? Did it take a while to get back into the swing of things? Did, were you surprised at it? Oh, I actually feel pretty good. Um, you know, are you? You know, what was it like getting back in? Yeah, it was definitely a struggle at first for me. Um, I remember the first couple of weeks, my heart rate was like 170 during warm up. Um, but I think I've definitely gotten able, been able to like get back into it at least these past couple of weeks. Um, like we've been doing sets where um, we've done like a 200 fly and I pushed a 159. So like I've been able to get back into it pretty good recently. So. That's that seems pretty stout for uh, for just getting back into it. <laughs> um, are are your sisters in the same boat? Are they is is Lucy home? Lucy, right? That's your older yeah. sister. Okay, mm-hmm. is she home from Stanford? Um, and then you guys have a 
How many siblings do you have? There's a younger one too, right? There's four of us, two younger okay. ones. Okay. Yeah, Mary and Zoe. So we all swim, um, mm-hmm. but Lucy's been home since March. Um, so that's been fun just to have her back and have the whole family back together, family environment. But um, yeah, we've all been training together which has been fun um but definitely yeah during quarantine like we have a backyard pool i don't think i mentioned that earlier so i was able to swim in my backyard pool um during like march to may but um it was interesting because we had to kind of figure out who was going to swim when in the backyard pool but yeah we're, we're all back in the water now so uh how big is the backyard pool probably like 12 yards uh, okay <laughs> yeah i had we have like cords and stuff. So I was able to get some resistance in there, but it was just not the same. Yeah. I mean, understandable. And uh, so how old are Mary and Zoe? Mary is going to be a sophomore and she is, let's see, 15. Mm-hmm. And then Zoe's going to be a freshman in high school and she just turned four. Uh, yeah. She just turned 14. So you guys are pretty close in yeah. age. Mm-hmm. Um, have is it is it a big or do you guys swim in the same group yeah so zoe just got moved up into like the national group Mm -hmm. um so it's been fun she actually just recently broke her ankle though um so she's kind of been like swimming guidelines but um it's been fun to swim together yeah is i mean i think all swimmers who swim with their siblings you know no true sibling rivalry um, when you guys practice together every day. W- w- tell me, tell me about the dynamic between you know you three, you four sisters who have who have been swimming together for a long time. I mean, does it get really competitive, or is it you know, or do you guys swim on separate sides of the pool? Um, what's the practice dynamic like for you? Yeah, so we're we're definitely pretty competitive, but it's it's super friendly. Um, whenever Lucy was still like at home and in high school, uh, we would definitely not go in the same lane. Um, but we would, we would race each other. And honestly, she's probably one of my biggest role models in the sport. Like ever since I was younger, I always looked up to her and she kind of made me realize that like I could go and compete for team USA. Like I, I remember seeing her go to Maui and swim at junior pan packs. And I was like, Oh, Hey, like I want to do that too. And so she's just really been a great role model for me. And then Mary, my the third child, um, she just keeps things really light, and she's a social butterfly, so she's always like smiling and laughing at practice. So she keeps things light, and same with Zoe too. So it's a, it's a good dynamic. Nice. Uh, let's get into that Team USA trip. Um, so you, that's that started with nationals last summer, right? Like junior pan packs, or oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what, what have you, have you traveled with team USA in, uh, for a summer meet? Yeah. So, uh, the first meet I qualified for was junior pan packs in 2018 and that was to Fiji. Um, and then I also, I swam at the Marinostrum tour, which was in the summer of 2019 in like, okay. June. Mm-hmm. And then I swam in Budapest as well. Okay. Oh, so we've got so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's start with, um, seeing your sister swim at, swim at a junior pan pack meet. Um, again, let, let's get in depth a little more. What was that like for you, you know, realizing, oh, hey, maybe maybe I could do that too? Yeah. Um, 
like, I think growing up, I didn't even know that was a thing, really. And so when I saw Lucy competing at those big meets, it was just such a big motivation. And I, I like, put a little sign on my ceiling above my bed. And I, like, would look at it every night before I went to bed. And it just really helped me stay motivated um, throughout the year. And so, yeah, just seeing her and, like, have, having fun, too, like, on the last day with all the Team USA, like, just the excursions they have, like, it was just something that I really wanted to do and to compete for Team USA. Yeah. What, when she, what was the first meet you saw her, like, I guess, big junior meet you saw her compete at? Um, I guess 2016, um, summer 2016 at Minneapolis, I think it was. And I remember I was I was trying to get my cut for that meet, but I I didn't I didn't get it because I had broken my wrist earlier that summer, so that kind of was a little setback. Um, and also just trials as well. Like I remember her swimming at that meet, and I was also a little bummed because I didn't make my cut because um, we actually had a car, we were in a car accident um, in December of 2015. And I, okay. I broke my left collarbone and I had to get 70 stitches. And so I was seven, out of the water. Seven zero stitches? Yeah, 70. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Um, All in your cheek. Yeah. You can't really, you can't really see it anymore, but it gives me like a fake dimple. So it's, it's, you know. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a tough time though. I remember like, I was out of the water for 10 days because of the stitches. Um, and then I was kicking for like two months almost. Um, and I remember my coach at the time, Scott McFarland, he was like, oh yeah, we'll just go to, we'll just go to NCSAs and we'll just see how you do like my first beat back. And I had never been to NCSAs before. So I was so <laughs> nervous. And yeah, and at the was, time, were you a freshman, sophomore at this time? I was in eighth grade. I was oh, 13. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So it was definitely tough just because I missed that whole block of Christmas, the winter training. Mm -hmm. um, so it was hard to like just kind of focus on what I could focus on, control what I could control. And when I got back in, just trying to do the best that I could with what I had. Did I, I think, you know, there's some people who like kicking more than others. Kicking for two months sounds like purgatory. Uh, it doesn't sound very fun to me. Yeah, there were definitely practices like he would my coach would just hook me up to the buckets and put so much water in there. And I remember like just kicking in one place like it was terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, that 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 sounds rough. Uh, so, OK, sorry. Um, did so in, you, you go to NCSAs. To, how did how did that go? Um, I had fun. <laughs> It was a good experience, but I mean, I don't think I finaled in anything. It was mm -hmm. just a good experience for mm -hmm. me. <clears throat> um, okay, so so sorry, so we got a little off topic. Uh, trials. You saw your sister compete at trials. Right, yeah. Um, trials. So that, and yeah, so I remember being bummed about that because like I wasn't there and I really wanted to be there to support her and stuff and just just seeing her swim in the semifinals was so cool. And yeah, that just really made me so motivated to want to be like that. And then uh, seeing her go on to go on to, did she go to junior pan packs in 2016? Right. Mm -hmm, she did. Yeah. What, 
is that was there something that really stood out to you not seeing her compete at that meet but after she came home you know i'm guessing she had stories from the meet um or things she told you was there one thing that stood out to you as like you know kind of nailed that that poster on on your wall and really kept you motivated to have that experience as well yeah i think her just talking about the camaraderie between all the teammates and like she even told me some of the cheers that they did and then seeing like her team USA practice suits like that was just it just lit a fire in me that I just really wanted that yeah so let's uh before we get into your own junior team success let's back up a little uh when did you guys start swimming um I started swimming around the age of six so my dad swam growing up and he swam in college too. Um, my mom played volleyball, but my dad really wanted us to swim. I remember like one year for Christmas, um, my mom bought us like a, a basketball hoop for our garage and my dad like took it back to the store. He was like, nope. Um, so that's all I've done. I've only swam. Um, and we started off just doing lessons and then we joined the year round team. Um, and then ever since then, I've just, I've just loved it. I love the water. So yeah. And just being with my friends too. It's just, I just feel at home. Yeah. I, it's, it's it seems like it's been a good fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when, you know, before you saw your sister, you know, go to a junior team meet before that kind of opened your eyes and really lit a fire under you, as you had said, uh, you know, did you, I know what it's like to be a younger sibling and, uh, did you feel like you were just kind of chasing whatever Lucy was doing? Yeah, I think, um, I would definitely look at her and in my mind, I would kind of compare myself sometimes and say, oh yeah, like going into her junior year, like she made junior pan packs. So like, I really want to do that too. But at the same time, like I just really tried to focus on myself and just do the best that I could. Um, yeah. Uh, in a, in a similar vein, I know, I think Lucy's good at a lot of different events and I think you're good. You, you know, I think you're, uh, also talented at a lot of different events. Would, would there be, would you say you have a best stroke? Do you have a favorite event? Do you have a favorite event to race Lucy in? Hmm. Um, I would say my best stroke is probably fly. Um, and probably my favorite race does hurt a lot and people are probably going to think I'm crazy, but I love the two fly. Like it's just, it's, it's a love hate relationship, but I, I like it. It's probably my favorite. Um, and then racing Lucy, I don't know, probably too free. Yeah, probably too free. And I guess like we were saying earlier, because um, her senior year at high school state, she swam the two free and like I had swam the two I am that year, I think, because my freshman year I swam two free. But then she was like, oh, I want to I want to swim it like my senior year. So I was like, all right, I'll let you have it. <laughs> um, and so going into my senior year, I was like, oh, like Lucy, Lucy, I kind of like I was like, oh, yeah, she went that like, let's see what I can go. But I mean, I didn't I didn't think about that when I was swimming. But, you know, it's just kind of fun to be competitive definitely uh and i will say this um i was a 200 butterflyer our other co-host and swim swam co-founder mel stewart was a 200 butterflyer and we hold the opinion that all the best people 
our 200 butterflies. <clears throat> so no yeah. judgment on our end. <laughs> uh, 200 butterflies where it's at. And, uh, if, if, if you don't, if you don't know, then you don't know, but, uh, 200 flies is a great event to be great at. And it's a great event not to be great at, but just to swim anyway. Uh, so let's, let's go to, um, to your first junior meet. So 2018 junior pan packs, uh, let's talk about qualify first. You have to qualify, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at summer nationals 2018 in Irvine mm -hmm. yeah so I remember oh sorry you're gonna say something go ahead okay so I remember going into that meet I think um I, I like put more pressure on myself I think for the two fly which was the first day of the meet and I remember and I think I I got like a best time or something in prelims and then I remember going to the warm down pool and looking at the scoreboard because they had like the results and it said Lily Nordman eighth place and I was like oh my gosh I ate final but then like the, it switched to show like the B finalists and then it also said eighth place and I was like oh no I tied <laughs> so I had to do a swim off for the A final in the two fly and I lost um so that was that was tough um and then so I swam it that night and I, I don't think I qu actually qualified to make junior pan packs in the two fly because I think Olivia Carter and Lindsay Looney were both in front of me. And so I was just, I was really, really sad. Um, but I still had the hundred fly later in the meet. So I was like, all right, I just got to pick myself back up and keep going. Um, so then I had the hundred fly later in the meet and I, I qualified in that. So I was happy about that. <laughs> and uh, I mean... <clears throat> After, after you know, pinning it up on your wall, really, really putting in the work. Uh, what was the feeling like when when Mitch, you know, comes over and hands you that envelope to to really solidify? Oh, hey, you're you're on the team. Yeah, it was it was such a great feeling just knowing that all the hard work that I had put into the season really paid off, and everyone who helped me get there, like my coaches, my teammates, my family, like. That it was all worth it and then also the fact that lucy was also going with me was just the cherry on top uh what what event did lucy make it in um i think she i i know she qualified i think in the 100 free and then junior pan packs like you can pick whatever events you want to swim so she probably made it in like backstrokes too i'm sure okay gotcha uh i want to add an addendum for for everything for all the positive things I said about the two hundred fly a two hundred fly swim off, I don't I don't think anyone's happy about that. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was tough. I just remember I remember seeing that and I was like, okay, well I just gotta I just I have to do it. Like and you know you train and practice, you do multiple two hundreds. So I was like, okay, it's it's just like a practice. Like I can do this, but it was it was really rough. <laughs> Three, it's, what was the turnaround? How soon, how soon did you swim the second 200 fly? Uh, it might've been like two hours later, I want to say roughly. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty quick. Three 200 flies in one day. Yeah. That's, that's not meant to be. <laughs> I think I was pretty consistent. I think I went like two tens in all of them. So, I mean, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. That seems pretty decent. Uh, Wow, that's that's awesome. Uh, so then you make the junior pan pack team. 
which I couldn't believe when I remember seeing that this meet was going to be in Fiji and it was just like, what? <laughs> like that seems like the coolest place to have a meet. Uh, can you confirm that? <laughs> it was so cool. Fiji is just so beautiful. It's such a nice place. And all the, all the people there are just so nice and like they welcomed us and it was just, it was so cool. And Fiji water is super cheap there too. So <laughs> the, the real cherry on top. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, so like you mentioned, the, uh, the, the, the really cool thing about junior pan packs or pan packs is that once you make the team in one event, you, you can swim four events at the meet one each day. Um, there's no limit. And you know, if, if you, if you are top two, you make a final or if you're sorry, if you're top two American, you, you make the A final. And then if you're the third, the third fast American out of prelims, you're the B final. So, uh, what did you end up, what was your event lineup in Fiji? Um, so I, I swam the two fly and the hundred fly and shoot, it's been so long. I think I also swam hundred free and like 50 free or something like that. Um, and I, I ended up a finaling in the two fly. And then I think I B finaled in the hundred fly. Um, but I remember just going into the meet, like one of my main goals was to medal, bring home a medal for the U S. And I think I ended up getting fourth. Um, and I remember, I remember specifically talking to Mitch on one of the bus rides and we were just talking and he was like, Oh yeah. Like what's your, your biggest fear or something like that. And I told him, I was like, Oh yeah. Like, like making an a final and not meddling. And then that happened. And I was like, Mitch, I'm never like, I'm never talking to you again. (laughs) This is your fault. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But um, I I was definitely disappointed. I think I just put too much pressure on myself. Um, But that definitely motivated me like for the next year leading up to junior worlds um, for sure. But, and then, yeah, I had hundred fly as well. Um, which was fun. And then I think I was also on like a B relay or something. So, yeah. Uh, so you, you didn't meet the goal of meddling, uh, but what did you, you know, at the end of the meet, what did you walk away taking with you from that experience? What I took away from junior pan packs was it was my first international meet. So that was such a great experience to represent team USA and also I got to meet a bunch of my new like best friends and just walking away with those relationships is really um, all I could ask for from that meet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> you're able to get that first international experience under your belt. Um, did you notice a difference between, you know, the summer leading up to that and then, and then you, you do get that meet experience um, and then going into that next fall uh was that when lucy went to college yeah that was when lucy went to college so so you you went to this big meet for the first you know for your first time in your career uh you lose your old you know older sister leaves um what what was that following fall like for you motivation wise um okay so i remember that's when i had all of my recruiting trips so it was kind of hectic. I was, you know, <laughs> okay. traveling a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think um, 
just the dynamic of kind of being the oldest in the household. Like I was the leader now and I really, I really kind of enjoyed that. Like I got to step up and, and be the, the leader for all my younger sisters. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was sad to, to see her go though. I missed her a lot. I, again, I know. Yeah. Losing a sibling can be uh, pretty hard when, you know, when they, when they go far away and, and you don't get to s- swim with them every day. But uh, yeah, it, it also, you become the top dog and it's, it's a totally different experience. Um, so you, you go on all your college trips, uh, you finally decide on Stanford. What went into that decision for you? Yeah. So for me choosing Stanford, I chose Stanford because of just the team. I felt like I really clicked with the team. They're such a hardworking group of girls and I felt like I could grow and be challenged the most there. And also academically, they had so much to offer and also the weather there is just amazing. And the campus is beautiful and the coaches and the professors, just everything, everything just clicked for me. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's a lot of reasons. And I can't confirm that, that the weather there is pretty much second to none. (laughs) Um. So then you, you said your next junior trip was Mara Nostrum? Correct, yes. So the following summer, uh, you head out to Europe, which I've never, I've never been to Mara Nostrum. I've heard it's, it's pretty insane, pretty insanely gorgeous there. Um, it's a three-meet three meet mini tour. Uh, what was your experience like there? Yeah, so Mara Nostrum was amazing. Um, we had a, it was a smaller team, so we really got to get to know each other better. Um, and it was great. It really helped um, build my confidence going into that summer because um, Junior Worlds was in Europe and European meets are very different than American meets. Like the lanes are just a lot more hectic and warm up. Like there's no set um, pace lane or dive lane. Um, and then just getting used to like a ready room, a set ready room and, um, just like the long flights to Europe and, and just getting that experience, I think really helped me um, later in the summer. Mm-hmm. What, what was a highlight that did, did, were you able to compete uh, well by your standards? Um, I don't, I didn't do as well as I wanted to maybe, but I, I wasn't rested or anything. It was more for the experience. Um, but it was, it was cool. I remember, I think I, I, a final, like in the two fly or something. Um, actually shoot, don't include that. No one needs to know that. Um, (laughs) sorry. Um, and then, um, sorry, what was the question again? Uh, just, did you, you know, what, what was competition like? How did you feel about your performances? Yeah, so the competition there was really fierce. Um, I remember like Katinka Hosu was there, a lot of big names. Um, even like the Cal, the men's Cal team was there, and like some of the Georgia guys were there. Um, so there were definitely a lot of fast swimmers at the meets. Um, so it was great to just race everyone and get the experience under my belt. Yeah, what what was like a highlight moment um, in or out of the pool during? So it's they're they're two day meets and you go two days travel day two days travel day two days is that right? Yeah, but we we actually didn't go to the first stop. We just okay. went to the last two stops. 
Gotcha. So yeah, what was a highlight uh, in or out of the pool of that trip? I think for me, so the hotel we stayed at in France was just beautiful. It was right on the beach. Um, and so we were able to like kind of explore the city a little bit um, before the meet had started. And then the meals that we had every day, oh my gosh, they were so amazing. Um, and I remember the last night we were in France, they had this huge dessert buffet like with crepes and like I just anything you could ever imagine so that was that was probably my favorite what tell me about the meals um they were kind of exotic like they were they were really good though like I remember having um like black rice and just like they had quiche and um just like all these different pastas and like different types of like scallops and it was just amazing Oh, man, my mouth is watering. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, and so then, you know, you're you're back in a similar place, 2019 Nationals um, in Palo Alto, uh, which is uh, seriously like that in Irvine, two of, two of the best pools in the country, in my opinion. Uh, and and again, you're looking for a spot on that 2019 junior worlds team um tell me about how that nationals went for you yeah so going into nationals i was definitely nervous just because there was um a lot of competition in my events but um i really just tried to focus on myself and like what i could control because like i i don't have any control of what my competitors do so um just really focusing on myself and um just my race plan and just being confident in myself. Cause I think in the past I've, I've kind of struggled. I remember my first nationals. I, I definitely struggled with that in, in 2017. Um, I just remember being like a little baby on the pool deck being so scared. And so I really just tried to be confident in myself and trust my training and um, just execute like I had trained to do. Uh, <clears throat> you mentioned the competition was pretty deep in your events. And I, I have, I have the results from the two fly here and that a final in which you got second, uh, Reagan Smith was first at 207.2, Katie Draybot seventh, 208.5. So there was 1.3 seconds between first and seventh. Uh, do you remember that race or anything about that a final? Yeah. So when I was swimming it, it didn't, it didn't feel like we were that bunched up, but I remember like looking back at the video and I was like, Oh my gosh, we were all so, so like tightly together. Like how, how did I even like do that? But, um, I just remember trying to go out like smooth, just try to, you know, like just hang in there the first hundred and then really try to attack that second hundred and especially the last 50. Um, and I remember kind of trying to pull away a little bit the last, last 25 and just, stick my head down and go. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so after that race, you know, you were, you were very solidly on the junior team. Uh, what was the rest of the meet like knowing that you had made that world's team? Yeah, definitely a lot of pressure off my shoulders. I could kind of just enjoy myself a little more knowing that I had made the team um, and just try to you know, like, um, turn my focus onto the other events I had, like the two free and the hundred fly. 
so uh, what, you know, when all was said and done, uh, you're heading to Budapest, what events did you end up swimming? Um, I swam on the 800 free relay and the 200 fly. Okay. Uh, so yeah, again, tell me, tell me about Budapest. What was your experience like there? It was, it was amazing. I really had such a great time on that trip. Um, and I know leading up to that summer, um, like I like to write goals on my mirror. And so one of the goals I had written was I wrote Buddha med slash relay. And so what that meant was like, obviously Budapest, I want to go to Budapest and I want a medal, but that was kind of just my little code word. Cause I, I don't, I don't want to jinx anything. Right. And, um, I wanted to be on that eight. Like that was one of my biggest goals. Um, and so I remember they put me on the um, prelims relay. I let off. And so that was super fun. And then I qualified to swim at night. And I also let off, which was kind of scary. Um, but just standing on top of the podium for the eight free, like that was just, it was a really cool experience um, being up there with my teammates and hearing the national anthem. Um, and then same with the two fly. Um, I remember it was, it was a little rough cause I, like I, I was chosen to get drug tested from the eight free relay. And then the next morning was the two fly. Mm -hmm. And I remember I, I love to drink water. Like I think that's my coping mechanism when I'm nervous. Like I just drink a ton of water. And so, um, my pee was like too diluted for like I had to do three tests and oh, so wow. I was at the pool until like 11 p.m. and I had the two fly the next day and I was like all right here we go like let's just try to let's just try to make finals and so I think I qualified fourth going into finals um and then I ended up winning so that was it was it all ended up okay but it was definitely stressful during that um but just just meeting um everyone on the team like it was it was a younger team and so it was definitely really cool to see everyone come together and, and swim really well uh so again you kind of have that dynamic where uh, you know a a, a meet ago you you are the younger sibling you know you have your older sister there and then you get to this meet and it's a younger team and you know you're one of you're one of the veterans at that point um what was that dynamic shift like you know, kind of, kind of being a leader on that team. Yeah. So, um, I was able to, I was lucky enough to be one of the team captains. I was really honored. It was me, Gretchen Walsh, Maxine Parker, Carson Foster, and Luca. Um, so it was really cool to lead team USA and just kind of show people the way and, um, just be someone that anyone could lean on if they ever needed help or advice or just to calm their nerves. Um, so it was, it was really special. Yeah, what was was there one moment in particular where you were you, you were afterwards you're like, wow, I'm a really good captain. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think just I would say maybe um one of the days I led a cheer. Um, it was one of my favorite ones from Fiji, and it's where like we're all in a circle, and then like one person like shouts USA, and like it's kind of hard to explain, but just after that, I was like, it just kind of hit me. I was like, wow, like we're here, we're in Budapest. Like, let's go, like, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, and so let's <clears throat> recap that two fly for me a little bit more. Um, let's, let's go in depth on that day. Again, 
you you're at, at the pool till 11 p.m. getting drug tested. Next morning, uh, you're behind the blocks for prelims. You're just kind of like, okay, let's make finals. Um, how did that race? How did that prelims race go? Yeah. So that morning when I was warming up, I definitely did not feel very good. So I was kind of just like, okay, like I just, I just need to qualify. And, um, I I don't even really remember what I went, but it just mattered that I qualified. Um, I think like, it wasn't one of those where you're like really struggling at the end because those two flies are just (laughs) the worst. Um, so it, it wasn't terrible, but I remember like not being like how I thought I would feel. So I was definitely a little nervous going into finals, but by the time came around, I remember like being in the warm up pool and I was like, all right, like I can do this. Like I just, I just had this feeling. I was like, like I can, I don't know. I just, it was completely different from the morning. And I just felt like, all right, like it's my time. Like, let's do this. I think any swimmer who has been to a prelims finals meet knows that a good meal and a good nap can, can make all the difference between a morning and an evening. Are you, are you a napper in between prelims and finals? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I have to have a nap in there or else like, I just, I can't two hours is my limit though, or else I, I can't fall asleep at night. <laughs> I, you know, I, I remember you know, having those nap periods and just like, I felt like I could sleep for four hours and and then you would, you, a lot of the times you would wake up and you're, you're so groggy and you're like, what's, what's happening? Was, was that day for the 200 fly? Was that a good nap? Did you wake up ready to go? Yeah, that was a good nap. That was a very good nap. Probably (laughs) it was a well-needed nap too. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, Do you remember anything about the race or or the ready room and and marching out behind the blocks for finals? Yeah, so I remember there was this one girl who was sitting next to me in the ready room and she had her music and her headphones and it was so loud, like the whole room could pretty much hear it. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, just just focus on you, like focus on your breathing. And then I remember like me walking out and calling my name and like, all of my teammates were in the stands, like cheering. And um, I remember diving in and just kind of being in a state of flow almost. Um, and then I remember touching the wall and I could hear them like announce my name. And so I just remember like smiling and just being so happy. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming home from that meet, um, that sounds like a, a pretty big high. Um, you know, what, what were your takeaways after having reached those goals being on the relay, winning a medal, winning two golds on the relay and individually, being a team captain. I mean, that's, again, seems like a pretty big high. Yeah. Um, I know everyone always talks about like the post-trip blues and there were definitely, you know, some post-trip blues, but I think that meet just gave me the confidence that I needed going into 2020. Uh, well, what would have been 2020? Um, but just, um, you know, knowing that, hey, like, I, I can do this, you know, um, and so just getting back, to, back to training um, was definitely tough coming off of that high, but, um, you know, it just, it, it gave me the confidence, I think, that I needed. Yeah. Do you, are you someone who normally takes a break at that period? I know junior meets can, can sometimes be kind of weird because they're so late in August. Um, 
did, are you someone who normally takes a break and did you take a break after that meet? Yeah, so normally I take breaks. I think after Budapest, I took about maybe a week or a week and a half. So I know that's probably not super long, but um, there have been times where I've only taken like two days. So it was <laughs> it was nice to just kind of recoup and sh- like shift my focus to the next season. Definitely. Um, so moving forward, uh, you know, obviously <laughs> this season was a bit of a bust. Uh, are you still planning on heading to Stanford in a few weeks? Um, you know, if so, or regardless, what are you thinking in the next few weeks? Do you have any goals moving forward? Do you have, do you have focuses now in your immediate future? Yeah. So I've actually decided to take a gap year this year. Um, just because there was just a lot of uncertainty with this upcoming season and it just made the most sense for me to take a gap year. Um, it was a really tough decision to make, but we talked it over with Greg and my parents and my club coaches. And we just thought that was the best decision. Um, because like Stanford, we don't even the, they're doing like two classes at a time, um, on campus. And so the freshmen and sophomores are supposed to be on campus in the fall, but we like still don't even know the move in date yet. So who knows like what's even going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for goals, I'm kind of just taking it day by day and just trying to do like all the little things and just like matter waters and just like, just trying to be the best I can be every day. <laughs> Yeah. Do, are you going to be taking classes of any sort um, during that gap year or just focusing on swimming? Yeah. So I'm planning on taking um, a couple classes at my community college just to keep my, my brain functioning. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, so last, last question or last topic, Um, you know, you talked about you're working on the little things. What would you say uh, your club team's training style is? I mean, do you guys, are, are you a team that's you guys are hitting six to eight K on a daily basis? Um, what's, you know, what, what training has worked for you thus far in life? Yeah, so I've had a couple of coaching changes. Um, so right now my coach, Clayton Cagle, he's more of a, like we definitely do six to eight K like per practice. Um, and we, he likes to like build our aerobic base, I guess, earlier in the season. So lots of kind of just general, like longer freestyle and IM sets. And then towards the end of the season, it gets more specialized. Like we do, we'll do more fly sets towards the end of the season. Do you have a favorite practice from this coach or previous coaches that, you have really enjoyed or that was memorable for good or bad reasons? Jeez. Um, Coach Kegel, he likes to do, like, we'll do 2100s best average on, like, two minutes or something, and those are always tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember we did one practice where we suited up and we did five 200s off the blocks, and I remember I did them, like, all fly, and this is short course. Um, okay. And that was definitely a memorable practice for sure. What, what all right. What, what were you throwing down on these five twos? Um, I think the first one I went like 201 and then I went like 
158s for the next three. And then I think on the last one, I went a best time, like, at the time, and I went a 156. So, not Yeah, bad. not bad. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know Lily Nordman, we've got a 153.6 200 fly best time. Is that current? Yeah, yeah. 52.0 best as a as 100 fly. So she, you know, she, she's she's a pretty pretty much a fly expert. Uh, so Lily, any parting thoughts before we close out this conversation? Um, not really. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks again for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.